0: Hi guys, welcome to All About Life with Marielle, welcome to episode 3, The M-Word. The M-Word is very personal to me, you guys will hear some point me crying at some point you guys are just listen to me just pause for a moment and even some laughter in between but first let me give you guys one of the songs that really had made me always feel like oof i can relate to this here's a song by beyonce the Heartbeat."
1: yes guys
0: you heard you guess it correct i'm talking about the m-word miscarriage my journey and i'll be very vulnerable to you guys about this topic about this experience that have changed my life 360 It was very hard, it is very hard, and up to now I still cry about it. Uh, I remember I got pregnant, well I actually confirmed that I was pregnant May 4th, 2018. I already began having symptoms, you know, morning sickness. I was vomiting and vomiting I was like oh regular food poisoning and I was even drinking <laughs> and something tell me not my really check pregnancy test at six o'clock in the morning May 4th I peed on the stick <laughs> and it became and it was positive I was lost I had no words. I was like okay what will I do? I haven't finished school. I don't have a set income. What will I do? <laughs> but somehow I just picked up myself. I went in the room. I went to my partner. I woke him up and I told him Hey Jay I'm pregnant and He just like really? 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 Then I yes look at it <laughs> He just hugged me He just said Don't worry we'll get through it and We we will we will make it true. Don't worry. And I just, I just remember I just sat on the bed just thinking a baby change a lives. And of course, if we are having intimacy without protection, what do I expect? A dog, um, food to come out? No, a baby, right? <laughs> Once you have sex on protection, you will have a baby. Possibilities, of course. If you start your cycle. Um it was unplanned. I apart from that I just I remember that morning I was just so lost I don't know like I don't know what to do how to tell my parents I don't I I just <laughs> oh it's just a ball of emotions and I was like okay I called his mom and I told her good news and said like, "Oh, I already knew." <laughs> I was like, "What?" And she said, "Yeah, your face was showing it, and you didn't look like the Mariela you were." And I was like, oh, "Okay." And she said, "Like, don't worry, we got this." She said, "Okay, thank you." I couldn't, I still wasn't able to call my own mother and tell her about it, and I was like, you know. <laughs> let it be just for a while, and then until I have the balls, las bolas, (laughs) to call my parents and tell them about it. And there we just continued on a weekend, that same weekend my mom came and she ordered tamales. She knows I love tamales. Maria loves to eat. Apart from love to eat her favorite food, is tamales, and she came to visit for the weekend. I said, like, Marielle wants them. I tell her, no, I don't want. I, I, I'm not feeling good. He said, okay. And then she talked to my sister and said, like, Marielle is looking pale. You know, she's not eating. I mean, she refused tamales. Which Marielle doesn't do that. <laughs> and my sis, my sisters already knew both of them. Since we are already, um, we have a house here that we are living together due to university, since we live close to university. So I was like, okay, I told him, please don't tell my mom, please don't tell. I will try to tell her about it, just don't tell her yet. (laughs) So they didn't. And my mom said, Mariel, are you okay? I tell her, yes, I'm okay, I'm okay. I just went, I just went outside to get fresh breeze and you know, you guys enjoy, enjoy Tomás. I said, like, something's wrong. Are you okay? And then she just hold my hands and just like, you know you're my daughter, you know. <laughs> I know something is wrong. And I just look at her and I tell her, I just hug her and I tell her I'm sorry. I said, sorry for what? And I went to my room. I get the pregnancy stick. <laughs> and i showed her and she was like she was surprised and she said like this is your, what you're starting for like no you already have associate's degree at least you have something to fall back on and she just hugged me and she said it's okay don't worry it's normal i will help you if anything we will help you i was relieved <laughs> i was okay i expected um if you come from a hispanic co- culture trancazos, maquinazos, uh, everything in between, <laughs> chanclas and surprisingly my mom took it calmly and she said don't worry about it we'll be here and I was just relieved she said you already went to the doctor I told her no I already make an appointment next week so I coming next week I went to the doctor and then check and everything I was four weeks like that <laughs> I was pregnant and she said baby looks healthy and everything she asked me if it was planned I said of course it was not just unplanned <laughs> just you know enjoying the moment I guess <laughs> and she said oh, don't worry just take care ac- of your folic acids and vitamins and you will be good and checked me and everything, and it was good, so I, I couldn't complain. Um, days goes by and everything. I remember that clearly, same weekend, the following week after the clinic, my partner's mom invited us to cave brunch. You know there is buffet and everything in between and of course Marlo would go right <laughs> and we went and we had fun but when it comes to the food guys oh this little fella refused to eat <laughs> I just would smell the food and I would be vomiting puking all over I just couldn't stand the, se- the, the smell the scent it was too much and uh, it, it was hard because i love to eat <laughs> and for me to just like you oh, i can't eat this i can't eat that or if you're going to prepare it i have to be a mile away before i eat it if not i'll puke and she said like, it's okay it's okay don't worry eat what you can I, of course we still had fun we just couldn't go to um I had crazy, crazy, crazy morning sickness. I don't know if any of you guys have experienced it. Um, Crazy morning sickness. And we were planning to go ziplining. But because of my mood or state that I was, we just canceled and said, No, it's okay. We'll just chill at the pool and just swim there and just relax. And the tour guide said, Okay, it's okay. So we stayed there, just eat fruits, and fruits don't have no smell, so (laughs) fruits was mainly my menu that day. (laughs) While my partner was eating buffet here, there, and everywhere, I was like, I wish I could be you. (laughs) But apart from that, it was just wow. And then as time was going by, and go to the clinic, I remember one time when we went, the second time we went actually. She was like, okay, um, you look a little pale, is everything alright? I thought yes. She stuck my blood and she checked it was alright, alright, okay. <laughs> and um I said it's time for the first first ultrasound. I was like, Yay! So I invited my partner to come to in the room with us and I told him we're going to see the baby he said okay he's excited we are excited and she put the jelly thing on my stomach on my tummy and just look around the baby was okay Height, normal weight everything was normal um, heartbeat everything was normal she said okay you guys are okay the baby's all right everything's okay just continue your journey and follow your medications and you will be all right then she said okay and I and she said okay and so forth so I went home and I just it was hard to cook that by that time that my family and his family knew that I was pregnant his my sister-in-law his sister would stay over with us because I couldn't get in the kitchen guys like legit if I even start to cook rice, I would vomit, and she would help us, help me. But I would still like to like move around, you know, wash and so forth, and wash dishes, clothes, sweep and mop. Of course, they didn't want me to do that because um, at first there was like, well, beliefs and customs here in Belize is different. So, for instance, for my grandmother. When she saw me sweeping one time, she said like, oh, don't do that, you will lose your baby, and this and that, I didn't pay attention to it. (laughs) So I was like, oh, it's small, don't worry, I'm strong, and baby's good, and so forth, so I continued. And we would have um, my partner's sister staying with us and she would just help us cook, but of course, when she would cook, (laughs) Mariela would be way far, far, far from home and until the food is ready, I would come home after this, the smell, the scent of the food has went and I was like, oh my goodness and I would see everyone eating their plate of food I mean, full, full, full and Mariela just eating a puny little piece of food and I was like, ah oh. and the reason why I was eating puny little food is because Everything that I ate, the baby would just whoop, vomit. I would just So I would just mainly on yogurt and fruits. And I remember one time, I was craving pigtail. Yup, pigtail guys. (laughs) If you know me. Or a fun fact. If you haven't known me yet marilyn do not, and I repeat, do not like pigtail, love pigtail, not at all. I woke up and I told my partner, you know what I'm craving, pigtail. Pigtail with um, with beans and corn tortilla and pico de gallo. And so I'm like, don't worry, babe, I will get it for you and I'll make a cook it for us. I was like, okay, thank you and... He went with his bike, bicycle, to the store and beat sun hat, <laughs> Big 10 o'clock in the morning, he went and bought the stuffs for us. For us to have. Um His sister would cook it. And then, bam, the food is ready now. Okay, like, hmm, Riley's gonna eat now. <laughs> Since the baby is calling for it, right? so when i went so when i sat down and started to eat my food i won't lie <laughs> a tiny little piece of the pigtail meat i ate and whoop vomited up. legit vomit though i couldn't even finish my food i i as i can recall i didn't finish none at all <laughs> My Aluri was like I was craving this food so much and they were eager to see me eat pigtail because as far as they know me I do not eat pigtail and I ate a small string or a meat tiny piece of meat from the pigtail and boom I'll stop <laughs> I was like it's not me if you guys know it was me I would have ate my beans and my salpico and my pico de gallo with my tortilla, of course not pigtail and I was like, wow <laughs> I was like, damn the second food know that this baby craved was tacos but not any regular tacos you know tacos, if you're from Bumapan this lady's, I cannot remember her name, but this this food taco stand is located by Tropic Gas. You can Google it up, Tropic Gas. While I was living way by Belize Street. So if you did this distance, it's very, very, very far. And I woke up and I told my partner, you know what, babe, I am craving tacos. I'm really craving it. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure... I know it's a baby but you know I will try not for it to happen like what happened with the um, I so like it's okay don't worry I'll go he went big again 10 o'clock in the morning Sun was beating it was very hot on his bicycle we didn't we don't have car and he went and he got me $2. $2 corn tacos for me. And then he bought, of course, for for him and his sister that were staying with us. And I was excited. I was like, yes. Like, yay, something. Baby's asking for it. I must go eat this. And then, boom, <laughs> half of the tacos Mariella ate. Not half of from it two dollars, you know, half from one, one cartilla tacos, half of it, half of it, I ate. And I was like, mm. <laughs> so I was like, man, I, if you know me, you know what I, Maria loves to eat. I eat five dollars tacos, not two dollars, <laughs> five. But for some reason, the baby was just not taking much food and I tried my, my, my best. And my partner was, oh, he was upset that day. He was like, Ow. I rode away from here to Topic Gas to get tacos for you guys. And this is what happened. And I said, you know what? It's not me. If you know it's me, I will eat everything <laughs> and even your share. <laughs> it's not me and he just it's okay I don't understand it's just that you know sun was blazing and I, I understand but it's just not me and he said it's okay and he left the tacos for me and I couldn't eat everything so I gave it to him and he finished eating it so I was like okay <laughs> so if you guys are wondering now I'll, try and I'll a hint or a clue for you guys. Mm. When exactly did I get pregnant? Hmm. <laughs> yes, guys. I approximately, approximately. Mm. I we were getting our freak on <laughs> March twenty fifth. Or between March 25th to March 29th. And if you know my family. March 25th. Is my mom's birthday. <laughs> and March 29th. Is my partner's mom birthday. So I was like. Oh we're we'll getting on. <laughs> and we were just. Having fun I guess. <laughs> and. I didn't like catch up on it until my next visit to the doctor I asked her wait but when did I get pregnant she said oh you got pregnant around March 25th to March 29 and my partner and I watched each looked at each other like amazing we are so bad <laughs> we are so bad and we just smiled at the doctor and, and, and the, and the guy asked us like what happened and they're like no between those days our, our our mother's birthday and she just looked at us and she just shook her head and they're like busy youth <laughs> and to check the baby and um this is when we started to get alert but of course uh, we didn't pay attention to it on this day at the clinic now we went in I uh, know that I knew I was pregnant and I was fully pregnant I didn't want to go by myself so I asked Alice my partner to go in with me with us and he would be there and just listen to what the doctor have to say and xyz and when she placed me for me to lay down on the bed for ultrasound the baby heart was not we couldn't hear, hear it. So we were like, mm, what's happening here? <laughs> and she said, no, no, don't worry. Let me check. And then she just um, pat my belly. Like, a, not a little harder, but she like spank it, like baby wake up and boof, the, the heartbeat. We heard it again. We didn't pay in mind to it because we said, okay, the baby was sleeping, but we just couldn't, you know and um yeah from there we just went on and she said no don't worry the baby's okay the weight is normal the baby looks normal you look normal your blood pressure and everything is normal you guys are okay like okay thank you (laughs) and we left and as this goes by and by and by my cravings craving increased, but now my partner wasn't working. It really messed me up in the sense of it's our baby. I don't want to depend on my family or his family because at the end of it, at the day, it, it's our responsibility to raise a baby, but at least I was brought up to that main concept. And um, he wasn't working and cravings were increased and my morning sickness were starting to increase. It was just horrible, not even um, perfume or desiccline, smell I could handle. I would just puke and puke mostly every day and just was getting me weak you know if I was vomiting everything that I ate it was getting me weak but I had to be on my on my meds and um, it was just life-changing and <laughs> if you guys know how it feels like if when you're a partner just stop work and money stop coming you feel frustrated but now imagine if you're pregnant <laughs> And I told him what we will do. He said, don't worry. I'll find a job. I'll try to get a job on XYZ. And he said, don't worry about it. So his mom knew he wasn't working. My mom knew he wasn't working. And um, they just start helping us immensely. And we are I am totally, totally grateful for that. Everything they would have they would send over for us. My mom would give us money to just buy or what's not. Um he would just still be by my side while I was puking, just hugging me, just tell me it's okay. He would talk to the baby and what's not. And um it's just hard. I, I I felt I was under stressed and Yes people would have said um stress can affect the baby Marile don't stress, don't stress, but it's easy to said to say don't stress and you know acting like you're not stressed. And I was just tripping and tripping and tripping. I was like, okay, what will I do? If the baby comes and we don't have no food to give him or her. What will happen? You know, I don't want to bring a child to suffer. I don't want for my child to just go to bed hungry. Like, what to do? And um, I just remember I was just sitting down many nights. And I cry, and I cry, and I cry, and I was like, what will I do? (laughs) What will we do? Where will money come from? I'm pregnant, and with my crazy morning sickness, I'm unable to go work. And it was just getting frustrated. To the point that I remember I was just I just kneeled down one time and I just cried out to God <laughs> and I remember just telling him you know what Lord if we don't have money I cannot feed this baby I cannot bring him to the world I know that the baby will come to suffer And I don't want no child of mine to suffer. I was weak of faith, guys. Very weak. And I just kneeled down and I just cried and cried and I don't know what to do, Lord. And if Your will just take the baby with You. I don't want him to suffer. up to this day I regret saying those words I regret giving my son (laughs) somewhat (laughs) to God (laughs) because I thought I couldn't raise him I thought I couldn't give him a proper living just because my partner didn't had a job i regret it every single day i woke up i, wake up. I regret it that's what i know now that prayers is real if you ask god for something he will make it happen <laughs> I was just so frustrated I was under a lot of stress Our rent was due also So it was just A a spot that I just couldn't even Pick myself from If you guys who rent Can relate to this In the sense that you know, when your rent is due, you are, okay, where will money come from or, or what to do or not, not? And if, especially if you have a landlord that's oh, very impatient, it will suck the living out of you. And we just stayed there and, I don't know, my mom said she's coming to Pan so we can stay with her a little while until he gets a job and you know can maintain us and that's what we did we went to move with my mom for while I was pregnant and so forth of course I got very 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 backlashing Negative thoughts and reviews about family members, close and near, about why I'm living with my mom, and I have a man and who doesn't, who cannot maintain me, and I'm, I'm pregnant, and and I haven't, and I haven't finished my bachelor's degree. I don't have a job. Like what's wrong with me? And it was just so much. It was tearing me down. Like I was. I was so worried about what people would will say, will, will, what were they saying, and what was happening around me that I forgot I was pregnant for a moment, and not realizing that all my stress and worries would fall back on my baby. And it's just so—it was just so draining. It was very, very draining, and I just. stay there <laughs> stay there and, and I just cried out many nights in my sleep my parents said don't worry Marielle I'm looking for a job I'm trying to find one you know it's not easy for a black man I said I know I understand don't worry and he, he kept trying and trying it's like when a door closes it really closes hard <laughs> And my mom while we were living, my mom she was very supportive, my sisters as well, my dad as well, and his family too. And they would still buy my stuff and support, but I was too ashamed. <laughs> I would say pride to ask my mom, you know what mom I'm craving tacos or pitao. <laughs> or you know I'm craving this or I'm craving that. So I would just try to toughen it out. Um when I would really get the craving and I couldn't go I would tell my mom, you know what, I'm craving this or I'm craving that then she would, you know, because at the end of the day my mom has so much on her plate that I don't want her to add I don't want it to add another one to her plate so I was like she helped me and while living with my mom, I start exercising well, walking ring road and the reason I started was because I wanted to have a smooth labor again count the eggs before they had. <laughs> and um, I just started to walk walking wood along with my sisters and my partner. Since he wasn't working, he would join me. We would just walk in the evenings while the evening was very cool and calm. We would go to a stroll at least one hour just so my legs, you know, got strength and easy labor and what's not, and the transition would be good for labor. So I, after I was tired, (laughs) one Thursday evening I sat down by Gigi Field. If you're from Brown Pan you know where Gigi Field is and um it was on a Thursday I can still remember a Thursday <laughs> Thursday is when Miss Debs comes around I don't know if you guys know Miss Debs but if you don't look her up on Facebook on Google Miss Deb's chalk Food chalk She's the best burgers in Belize So far that I have tasted They're a little somewhat pricey But They're the best It's worth your money Um And it was just Thursday and we It was just my partner and I went And then I was like Damn I'm craving burger <laughs> but we don't have not not even one dollar tell him it's okay let's go home he said no I have a 50, I have a, I have money but it's exact for your ultrasound." he said I, I I went to clean a yard and they pay me and I went to um barber what's his name he went to trim someone's hair So he got paid and you know those little side hustles he did because he knew that my appointments for the clinic was coming along. He said no I got money but if I use it you cannot go to the doctor and then don't worry it's okay. So same times while we were walking my mom came. And she said, are you guys okay? I said, yes, yes. She asked, do you want burger? And I said, "Like, tell her, of course. <laughs> My partner, of course, felt bad. I saw him on his, I saw it at his face that he couldn't, you know, gave me a burger I wanted. And I told him, don't worry, we'll share one. He said, no, it's okay. And And I ate the burger, <laughs> the jalapeno burger to be exact. And, surprisingly, this child of mine accepted the burger without puking. (laughs) He accepted the burger without puking. I enjoyed the burger. It was yum yum. After that, we just walked home. And, that was coming more in July. So, remember from May 4th, I get pregnant. Now, all the way... And important details I'm sharing with you guys that was July when I ate the burger and so forth and um, he was saving the money for July 6 so for next guy in the appointment so I'm just recapping you guys so you don't lose track or you know what I'm just letting you guys know step by step as the days goes by and um, yeah after that we went home and they were having a, a show Belizean show and we sat and let's look at it watch it and it's was like oh it's interesting we stayed up but even like 1 o'clock in the morning we were watching the show and the baby were has already begun kicking and moving and i could feel felt him my partner too and i would tell him like look 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 at the baby and what's not and just put your hand at my belly and just felt feel him kicking and we would like wow and my sisters are amazed and i have a niece and she would be amazed and she was like yay finally I'm having a cousin someone to play with she's the only granddaughter so far She was very excited Um, and we just stayed there and as days goes by I told him I read researches about if you read read to the babies and or they listen to songs they you know they would be very very smart so forth so every evening before we went exercising or I would say walking we would read a book and I still have the book here with me in a box (laughs) and this little guy was just move around like he would just move around while we were reading but what I noticed was that while I read he was very calm and I could feel him moving but when my partner would read to him he would be kicking and and just think about it I was just 3 to 4 months pregnant and he would just be kicking and I would feel, I felt him kicking and I would show him and I would say like oh this baby must be a boy and look at him only when you're reading to him he moves and he kicks and while I talk to him he doesn't and he was saying like no don't worry he already know it. it it's a junior it's a little him so they're bonding <laughs> And he was just very excited. He was very, very excited. And the baby was just kept moving while he was reading. And as days goes by, that was our day. At night I would have to sleep. I would say I would have to. Because I had trouble sleeping. The baby since he was starting to develop. I guess he loved music. But especially Bob Marley music. Yes guys. Bob Marley music, and not just any Bob Marley song, he loves to sing, he loves to hear Bob Marley song, this one. Bob Marley, no man, no cry. For some reason, only that he responded so much. no idea he was giving me hints but that's the only song that he could keep still and sleep like a baby who was all night I would put different Bob Marley's and he would just be kicking and kicking on, on inside my belly <laughs> this song now comes in it was very I was very amazed I won't lie out of all songs that Song and it's just it amazed me, you know. And as days by and as days by, that was our routine, that was my routine. My partner would help me get dressed, Um, I was very moody. Vomiting would stop, but not too much on certain foods. (laughs) And just in the evenings, exercising, reading for one hour, listening to music for one hour, and that's how our day was was going. And I remember when I was fully convinced that, okay, yay, I can tell the whole world about it. I began messaging a certain few of closed family relatives that I felt were very special and important to know the news about it. And I messaged them at least 30 people <laughs> from my side and his side and just telling me you no know, the good news. We are pregnant, we are expecting a baby, XYZ. I didn't tell them that you date. And You know, they were pouring with messages or you'll have a, be a great mom, baby will be healthy and what's not and what's not and what's not and congratulations and, you know, the whole nine yards and we were excited. We were just like, oh, wow. And um, yeah, we were just excited. I personally remember one time. you guys might say I'm a very bad person <laughs> one time this person asked me if I was pregnant I don't like the person he loves to guess it and I just didn't felt he was part of my family or group that you know I can trust him with like that because pregnancy is a very risky yet beautiful journey and i told him no i'm not and i won't lie to you guys i felt a difference in my body that day my baby just gave me a different reaction and i just went in my room and i cried and i just hugged my belly and i told him don't worry baby i'm just doing to protect you he's a bad person i don't like him and till like a few hours later then the baby responded i know he was very hurt and i'm sorry that i hurt him that way but some some sometimes some things i just don't like to share with some people and yeah so that was the beautiful journey that's beautiful from may june and july my laughter the most beautiful Times I enjoyed during my pregnancy because what I will share to you guys next is my miscarriage story. How it had happened, what all I have been through, how am I coping? I'm just trying to find answers, although I know I shouldn't question why but it really changed me so in the first, first few minutes of your time you guys just heard me laughing and having fun sharing this beautiful journey with you guys from May 4th. No, I'm coming on to July 6th at 10am. That was my appointment time to see Gaini again to see how the baby is going and possibilities of seeing if it's a boy or a girl and we went my partner didn't go in because now he was starting to get um, morning sickness and what's not so i went in by myself and the guy asked me how am i doing and you know the regular check-up questions i told her i'm okay thank god i felt the baby doing okay she said okay And um, I went, said okay, let's check the baby and how he's doing. And we were already, already calling him he because I, for some reason, I felt this was a he. (laughs) And I lay down to, I lay down on the bed and getting the gel thing on my belly. And she was like, okay, I don't get to know about the baby. And well, she put the gel and searching, so like she looked at me at a face, and I was like. Then I asked her, "What's wrong?" She said, "No, no, don't worry, don't worry." And I just felt like she was like shaking my belly, or you know, trying to move me. I said her, "What's wrong?" She said, "No, don't worry." She said, "Can you call your husband, your partner?" I said, "Okay, I will." And I call him in I tell him, you know what, something's wrong. They're like, what? I said, yeah, just come in. And he stepped in the room as well. And the doctor told us that she doesn't hear any heartbeat. And I told her, no, that's not possible. I I know he, I felt him moving just last night. I mean, I know he's there he just must be sleeping like the other time so I I told my partner um Ji just just call him Simba he he used to call him Simba he <laughs> said call him Simba just call him just just waking him up and tell him we want to see him and what's not and he was calling and calling but he saw the doctor face and she was just like I'm sorry guys no heartbeat the baby is dead I told her I know he's alive just just search again just do it again I would pay any amount just search again and she was like I'm sorry more and she just hugged me and I just hug her and I just scream <laughs> not me not my son And it was just so ugly I felt like I was just gone shot or, or even just dubbed well, I was just so happy, and <laughs> and I and I told her, like, what's wrong? What happened? She said she can't understand. The baby was healthy. I am healthy. She. Having a miscarriage," he said. "Don't worry, you're not alone. Many women go through it." And I was just, I just left in the bed, just lost, broken, empty. And I just didn't know what to do or what to say. And I remember I was just there. you guys this song as i can pick up myself to continue to tell you guys more about my journey his name it's heaven needed you more
1: I guess heaven needed more, but I can't understand exactly what for, is this a trial of my faith, a lesson to be learned, why did my baby come to earth, and then so quickly
0: This is our song that I always listen to. The continuation of the song. The song played. I remembered I was just on the floor crying many days, many nights, and I just thought I was alone. I'll read this quote from Chris Metz. It's not a comfort. It's not a comfortable situation to talk about, but it's important because there's so much shame around it. One in five women will have a miscarriage and I'm sure we all know people personality I am those one in five The Marielle you see me smile you see smiling the more you always see pushing harder The More is just that is there for Everyone It took me two years from now To share this story with you guys After That situation The news that I got no heartbeat, the the, the guy said we have to, you know, let the baby pass out because it can harm you and you know, it's just not safe for you to have the baby and what's not, it was on a Friday at 10 o'clock, she didn't even charge us consultation or anything, we were just, we were just crushed, we just, I felt lost. My partner felt lost. I saw him- in the, I it in his eyes. I felt like a failure. And... I won't lie to you guys. When she told me there's no heartbeat, she's sorry. I lost myself mentally. Most that I even was wondering if I was alive or not I couldn't even make decisions afterwards my partner and my mom did and um, from there he they make the plan um, when I'm going to deliver the baby normal because of course the baby was normal I was just 15 weeks and 3 years to be exact and um, yeah it was on a Saturday <laughs> Friday we went on Saturday I would be pushing the baby up so I went home um, my sisters asked me about okay I just, I oh, yes I'm at um, I'm just not feeling okay, and my mom said, "Leave Maria alone. I will let you guys later and tell you guys what happened." I just went to my room, cried as much as I could as much as I could, <laughs> just staring at all the ultrasound, staring at myself. And I just couldn't believe it. (laughs) And I was just laying down and I just heart began praying, praying. And the TV was on, and there's this commercial or something. It says, "Be careful what you pray for. God will answer. Either it's early or late, but He will answer." And I remembered when I went on my knees and asked God, "He cannot maintain this baby. Thank him too." I thought that was the best decision, I didn't think about it, and it determines me every day because I feel like I give up my own son, I feel like a murderer, I feel like I... I, 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 I didn't tell that part to my partner until this year I told him. He, he was like, what? And, uh, yeah. I said, it's okay, don't worry, you're under stress, and I understand, and I felt like a failure. I, I went under stress because he wasn't working, and blah, blah. And it's just ugly. I feel empty. I feel empty. And I remember I went to sleep. The doctor gave me a pill for me to have early contractions and what's not. And I woke up Saturday morning at six. I remember I just started crying. I can't recall, I was just sleepy. (laughs) And Crying and crying, and I was just praying. I said, God, please forgive me, just give back my son. And just, I didn't mean it, I, I will find a way to, even if I have to go wash dishes, wash someone's toilet, I will do it. But just give me my son back. <laughs> and for some reason, I cannot <laughs> question him. He didn't he knows why and um, I took the pill I start having contractions by seven they took me to the clinic and um, St. Luke not St. Luke sorry garden medical center, Garden City Medical Center here in Burbank. I received the best best care support from strangers that were my doctors and nurses and I really appreciate it. I went in and
1: it's not
0: Happy constructions, and as I was entering, I just saw mommies with their babies and their, you know, wrong bellies. And I was like, look at me. (laughs) Going to deliver minds, but he's not alive. It crushed me. (laughs) It broke everything single part of me <sighs> But I went in the room they laid me down No trips and what's not um, This song said a piece of my heart died with you But for me, all of me died with him that day and um, just hard. I went, I lay down, and contractions was killing me. I forgot about shame. I just remembered I took off everything, panty and bra out, and who's there, dare see me, who's not, well, you know. And I was just in so much pain. But up to now, and while sharing this with you guys, no, I cannot really tell you if it's the labor pain I was feeling, or the pain that I'm going to deliver my son, push a baby that's dead. I cannot really tell you the difference I felt that day. <laughs> I remember I was just screaming and shouting and I I felt that was the only time or place I could have and nobody would judge me. My mom was there, my partner was there, my grandmother was there. His mom unfortunately couldn't be there because she finished from a surgery. She had a stone surgery. she wasn't unable to attend. And we, I'm sorry, and they were there and I was there crying and screaming. And I was just looking at him and he just looked so lost and broken as me. But he was still standing there strong. Not a tear. (laughs) And I look at him and I just said, remember he said he would not be here. While I giving birth. But <laughs> well, of course. The full five. It's nine months. He said don't worry. I'm here. I will not go anywhere. I just hold my hand. I was, I was pushing and pushing. And I was up, And time was coming dilated. And my daddy said. You know, it's time to push more. He said. You can do it in my mind i'm thinking most of moms push but they have their baby with them so it helped push compared to me i'm pushing but my baby is dead So i'm pushing a dead baby out of me <laughs> She was pushing, <laughs> and it was hard. That baby was dead, you know. And the nurse there, she was massaging my, ba- my my belly, and she was just pushing down, helping me. A total stranger, a nurse, and she was just helping me, and then, poof, the baby come up, pleasant and everything. And as a nurse, did the doctor my guidance was to see him? He said like, no, it's not good for you. She's, she she knew I was mentally crushed. I wasn't hundred. My partner, and my mom, the baby. <laughs> he would tell me, oh yes, I, I see his lewitos, see a little balls and a little penis sticking out. <laughs> And I was like, I knew it was a boy. I remember my mom couldn't handle it. She went in the bathroom. And she just cried. she was crying in the bathroom. I was crying outside by the room, in the room, at the room. My partner just hugged me. And when I was the baby, then I saw him crying and I was like, and i just hugged him and he just hugged me and i remember i saw my grandmother going in the bathroom to help my mom pick up herself so she can be strong for me and my mom just told me, i said don't
1: worry don't worry
0: that we after I pushed the baby and everything the, the guy kind of said she have to keep the baby and then I'm ready to bury him or what's not I believe in crimination but of course I wasn't able to make no decisions so my parent my mom and my partner decide okay. to bury the baby and what's not and the same day I went in I went in like around eight o'clock, seven. By eleven o'clock, I was out of the hospital. They they DNC me, clean me out, good and what's not, and just you know. And after that, my uncle came and my aunt, and they were in the room, and I was just so ashamed. I was just so cross like I just didn't want to talk to anybody. And my aunt came and she said, It's okay Mar I know what you're feeling. I went through the same thing as you and she just hugged me. And I didn't knew I didn't have no idea. She lost a baby. She just hugged me and not oh, really? know her. And I was just crying. <laughs> and it's time to go home. I just I couldn't even pick myself on the bed. <laughs> so weak and weak I was. <laughs> my partner got me a wheelchair and he took me to my uncle's room and I was there and Meanwhile, my mom and my partner finished finances and what's not, paying the hospital and what's not yeah. And then was there my uncle said it's okay more We have been through the same thing. You're not alone. We understand you. You're going to have a next one." I shook my head and i just you know, cried. did it go. <laughs> No, we went home. Took me to my mom's house, to my room, and I was just there. But after pregnancy, I, if you're a female and have a baby before, you know that you know you bleed, and what's not. And I was bleeding, so my sister helped me, and they don't really help you. I just, I was just lost. I didn't want to eat. I just. I wasn't Marielli. And, um. It took me two years to share this with you guys. <laughs> it's hard to talk about it, it's very, very challenging. I'm being very vulnerable to you guys about this. Yeah, and um, I went and in my room I'm not stuck, and what's I, that, and I'm done. And then my partner said, Okay, Mar, just take your time, you know. So it's okay, Mar. And as day goes by, my parents and my partner would help me. I was completely weak. I lost myself mentally. I lost myself. Some stuff about myself. I remember I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who, where am I. And my partner and mom would take me to the hospital clinic and say, Oh no, she's going through a hard time. Can't remember. And just a couple of times, blah, blah, counseling, blah, blah. To the part that I couldn't even bathe myself. I couldn't feed myself. My partner would do that for me, would help me. And I'm forever grateful for him. He was there, you know, cleaning me, bathing me, looking after me, feeding me, making sure I'm okay. But all Mariela was trying to do is just to die. I felt very weak. I just didn't see a next day. I didn't see a next day. And he just helped me and... The only thing he wouldn't do is comb my hair <laughs> because my head would hurt for every single day that I would cry every day so he left my hair it would get tangled like a rasta woman That <laughs> eventually I had to cut it he cut it for me and my hair was short and um, remember some few people were messaging me that I could never never thought they had a miscarriage they it like, it's okay, Mara, I went through the same thing and take your time to grief. And cousins and aunts and friends messaged me and I was like, wow, there's so much people yet No, I didn't know. Imagine if we form a group to help each other, you know, to know that the woman who is crying right now that has lost her baby. That she's not alone, you know I would spend most of my time on YouTube looking at miscarriage vi- videos and and women from abroad sharing their miscarriage stories and I would cry with them as I was listening to it, or, or watching a YouTube sorry and it's amazing you know and when I look at the comments would be like me too, I understand you me too it was like wow the m word is very silent we don't talk about miscarriage like that we don't talk about the journey it took me a while at least a month to get myself up from the bed pick myself up that would be my reality and in a month time it was very devastating i had to get myself up try you know my studies, my what's not and I just used to cry and said I cannot do it, I cannot do it and remember my mom said Miley, your baby is watching over you, make him proud what's not and we buried him at his, at my at my partner's mom yard and um planted a coconut because Maria love coconut water <laughs> and there he is, he's laying down peacefully and beautifully. It took me a while to understand that he's in a better place than me. He's in no harm, God is with him, he's with God and he's just having fun free of all, everything that's going on right now, COVID-19. <laughs> He's 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 okay. I I learned to accept that he's okay and he's watching over me and over us and he, we just have to be strong. But it it was it's very painful. It's very heartbroken. Up to now, I still cannot hold the babies much. I know many mothers get. I see that they get upset with me when I refuse to hold their babies, and I was like I'm sorry, I just can't I can look at your baby from afar, but that's it I always wonder what if what my baby would look like (laughs) how he would sound who would he look like his dad or me Every day, I wake up and say, I wish my son was with me. <laughs> you think he would be doing this you're doing that? that? It's just hard. Even my mom had bought a nursery for him. And I told her, just sell it, just give it away. I don't want to see it. I just... I don't want nothing to remind me of a baby. Especially a boy baby. And I believe it it, it. it is a trial of my faith. I believe I was born to lead deep down because I'm daughter of the Lord. But at some point I felt like a failure, you know, I felt like I didn't have no faith. I felt like... <laughs> And after I miscarried and I tried to pick myself up there, you know, a whole month or month and a half, my partner was with me, I know he was very cross and so what's not, and I gave him, you know what, cry with me, Jay, I mean, talk to me, and he's like, no, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, like, he just kept it in, It's <laughs> just, I'm strong for you, and if you're strong, if I'm weak and you're weak, how can we pick up each other, and I just don't want to thank you, but. You know I'm here for you with both of our weakness we can make us strong and he just he just hugged me every night and we just cried about it together and that's on so I I understand you and I told him you know what I I'm having very hard regrets when it comes to kids rejects sorry I don't want no child around me I don't want nobody around me and he said my reality is our reality We have nieces and nephews, and we cannot just push them away. They're not. I tell him, just please understand. I'm not comfortable having kids around me. And that's the truth. Up to now. prefer to be alone many days, many nights, than to have a child around me. And as this goes by in like two years now, if I see a boy that's two years old, like, I don't want them, Jay. I don't want them close. For some reason, he is still stronger than me. <laughs> he accepts them around him, and you know, and I told him, like, just not with me, please. And then they. I remember, you know, as a man is vulnerable those times and, this and that I remember when. I remember when I saw, I opened his phone and I don't know what I was looking at, and I saw some random female messages like, "Oh, I heard about the situation that you're going through. Don't worry, she's not woman enough. She can't. She cannot have your child. I can." I know you're getting older and you want to have babies I can and I won't lie to you guys it messed me up of course I told him about it and I confronted him about him like who is this and blah, blah, blah. and she said no don't worry and well I want you to see her you message her and tell her up if not it's over for us and he did and what's not and from her, there were many other like you know. I saw people just looking at me like she can't have babies. I'm not good enough. It's not, and my insecurities came. back come, my insecurities began as a woman, feeling like my body has failed me. <laughs> I cannot have kids. I'm not woman enough. My insecurities just started to build up, like, you know, and and we started to have issues. I have started to have issues. I would constantly accuse him and and just, you know, like, just go away if you don't want me. I I cannot make you a father. Just go away. I don't I'm not woman enough to make your child just go and I would just be pushing him away and he said, no, really, I want you, I know you can and you will and we will. It just wasn't our time and he just hugged me and what's that. And it was just so hurtful. The next hurtful one was that Remember, I told you guys I messaged X amount of people, close re- relatives and family. I told him, you know, I told them we are having a baby, and it was very hard for me to tell them I, I lost the baby. And to some I did, and to some I didn't. And I was just like, I just couldn't, man. And up to now, I'm still struggling. cope with it so if you know any woman that is going through let her subscribe to my podcast let her message me on facebook all about life at marielle message we can form a group of discouraged moms or parents to help one another about this journey this journey is very difficult guys this journey is not compared about compared to anything losing a child is unexplainable devastating that even they're listening to it and you haven't have a child as yet but're you're, you're, you're afraid of it don't worry you, it, it happened when one five was Possibilities that you are not so and you will not so don't worry and I just want you guys to know that every day Marley get up what if I may be smiling to you guys every single day you guys see me out but I'm crushed man. I'm really um, and I want to share this with you. I wanted to share this with you guys, especially this October. October is baby loss awareness month. You'd be surprised how many women lose loses their babies every day, and they might feel that they are alone. They are the only one who feel like They're not a woman enough to bear a child or something happen For some reason I Am here sharing with you guys And just know that I am here with every single one of you To know that yes, Miscarriage do happen, but at the end of the day we will get through it. That's it. It's hard but we can do it we can help another female out there in her room right now who is just closing herself crying and crying I will leave off with this quote that says until you experience a miscarriage yourself you really don't understand the heartbreak of it. By Lee Grifford. So, if you know any female out there, guys, tell her that she's not alone. Go on the podcast All About Life with Marielle. To listen to her journey. All our journeys are different but she's not alone. I can understand her pain. All of miscarriage moms and dads understand her pain and we can help each other to move on. It's very hard to wake up every day and thinking about your child is gone. It's been two years for me and every day I I wake up. Man, how would my baby look when he was two years old? What would he be doing? And there is so many questions we go through and especially why me? Why this had to happen? And the only answer I got so far is that he's in a better place than I am than we are. He's in a place where there is no hurt, no worries, no sickness, no nothing. So it's okay to cry. It's okay to grieve, it's okay to scream, and it's okay to ask for time out to tell your partner or phone number you know what I'm not comfortable with kids please respect that. I can admire your your child from afar but don't let me hug them I don't want to hug them. It's not a bad thing it's just that you don't understand. And if you're a mom or a dad who haven't experienced miscarriage yet or haven't lost a baby, lucky for you, you are blessed. But imagine if one of your child goes. Imagine one of your child goes, how crushed, how devastated. You don't even want to think about it. And yet what if your child goes and you cannot do nothing about it? It'll hurt you more. Thank you guys for listening to the M word. Share with you share with your friends, family, especially the females, you know. Let them know that if you would be surprised how many would say, you know what, I have been through a miscarriage. I know a friend has who has been through a miscarriage. This podcast will help him or her. Help her. Thank you for always listening. And as I shared this very personal message experience with you guys, I hope and pray. That you share with other females to know that they are not alone. I understand their journey. That's for all today. Thank you for listening. All about life with Marielle.